If your identity isn't in Christ, then you're likely to have an identity crisis. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be with you again. I just love this. I thank you for everyone who does join. I just love it and I hope that it blesses you. Today, I want to talk about identity in Christ. Identity is such a hot button topic these days. You hear so much about how people want to identify. And not just adults, but children. I'm hearing a lot about children as a girl wanting to identify as a boy or a boy wanting to identify as a girl. And children being encouraged to think this way. Encouraged to embrace a lie. And that shouldn't be. And I just pray for the children. It's an awful, awful thing that is going on in this day and time. So I really just wanted to get into identity today and what it means to have identity in Christ. How do we know who we are? How do we know what we're supposed to do, what our what our purpose is? And the best way to understand our identity in Christ is to look at what the Bible says about it. We need to go straight to the Bible and see what it says about our identity. I remember when I was young, man, I didn't like me. I didn't like my name. I didn't like my skin. I didn't like where I lived. I didn't want to be me. And I really, really believe that God must have made a mistake. I would change my name. Yeah, if someone would ask me what my name was, there were times that I would just make up a name that I liked. I don't know, Tina. (laughs) I think Tina was a name that I made up. I didn't like the fact that people could not say my name properly when I would give them my name they would say it back to me and it would be all jacked up and then I just thought my name was weird I'm like where did this where'd they get this name from how'd they come up with this why couldn't I just have a regular name is what I thought (laughs) Pam or like I said Tina Rachel something normal for me is what I thought I thought that everybody else, they, they have these nice names and here I am with this weird name. And it wasn't until I was an adult actually that I began to embrace my name because something really interesting happened. And I was like, wow, I didn't know my name meant that. And I won't get into all of that today, but <laughs> something did happen that, and I thank God that that happened because I began to embrace my name. I thank God for beginning to embrace me and understanding that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God made me. So we need to look at the and see what the Bible says. Now, Genesis 127 says that we are created in God's image. 
This means that we have inherent value. We have dignity. We have a purpose. And as God's representatives on earth, we're supposed to reflect his character, his creativity. We're supposed to reflect his glory. People should see us and know that we are Christians, right? I love that. We have purpose. Look at all these creative people out here in the world. We know there's a God. There's so many creative people, singers and actors and artists and people who do all kind of manner of things. It's amazing what God can do. Now, we're all sinners, but we're saved by grace. Ephesians 2 eight and nine. This means that we've been, we, we have been forgiven of our sins and reconciled to God through faith in Jesus Christ. We don't deserve or earn God's love, but he freely gives it to us out of his mercy and kindness. What a God. We don't, we can't earn it. There's nothing that we could do to earn his love. He just gives it. And uh, we are new creations in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. This means that we have been transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit and given a new nature and a new identity. We're no longer defined by our past or our failures or our circumstances, but by who we are in Christ. A lot of people think, well, I've done so much. You know, God wouldn't accept me. I can't forgive myself. But if God says he forgives us, and he does, as he says, if we would confess, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. We need to repent. We need to confess. He's faithful. And there's nothing that we can do that will stop him from loving us and that will stop him from um, giving us a new life and transforming us. He said he would do it. We've done things wrong in the past. That doesn't, that doesn't define us any longer. But a lot of people think that will keep them from a loving God. And it does not. We're children of God, John 1 and 12 says, this means that we have been adopted into God's family and given the rights and privileges of his sons and daughters. So we have a loving father who cares for us, he protects us, and he provides for us. Now, according to Romans 8, 17, we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. So this is saying that we have an inheritance that is imperishable. It's undefiled. It's unfading. And it's reserved for us in heaven. Now, I don't know about y'all, but this stuff down here, it's not going to last very long. You know, we may have some nice things, some nice homes and nice cars. We even see the super rich people with, you know, islands and just beautiful things. But this stuff still, it fades. It gets old. 
one day something is beautiful and glamorous and it's the thing and it's the fad and then the next is not. These things fade, but what we have in heaven is greater than anything that we see down here. Even the most elaborate, beautiful thing that you can think of on this earth does not compare. It cannot compare to what awaits for us in heaven, the perfect place. So I love that. Hebrews 1 and 2, 1 verse 2 says that we share in the riches and glory of Christ, who is the heir of all things. So we're members of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12 and 27. And this means that we belong to a community of believers who are united by the same spirit, the same faith, and we have the same mission. We all have different gifts and roles, but we work together for the common good and for advancing the kingdom of God. It's all for his glory. And also, we're supposed to be ambassadors for Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.20 We're supposed to represent Christ with our life. When people see us, they're supposed to know something different about us. They should notice that. The world is watching us. There's a song that says, It's your life, what you're going to do. The world is watching you. Every day, the choices you make say who you are and what your heart beats for. Those were just a few of the lyrics by uh, Francesca Battistelli. And yeah, the world is watching us. We are ambassadors. If we're Christians, we're supposed to be representing Jesus. And God has entrusted us with a message of reconciliation. That's a ministry. We should be encouraging people that if you're in Christ, you're, you're no longer an enemy of God. He's, we've been reconciled to him. So we're called to make disciples of all nations. We're, we're called to go out into all the world. We are the salt and the light. So yeah, these are just some of the aspects of our identity in Christ that the Bible reveals to us. There are so many more scriptures that we can explore and apply to our lives. And the more we know who we are in Christ, the more we can live out our identity in Christ. And our identity in Christ shapes our thoughts, shapes our feelings, and it's facts over feelings, not feelings over facts. We see a lot of that going on in this time that we're living in where people are just shaped by their feeling their identity is shaped by their feelings but our identity shapes our actions our relationships and it shapes our destiny we have a purpose our identity gives us meaning value security and hope i know it gives me hope so let us seek to know our identity in christ more deeply more fully let us study god's word pray fellowship with his people and listen to the Holy Spirit. Let's affirm our identity in Christ daily. Declare it over yourself. I'm a child of God. I praise you, God, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them well. I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm an heir of God and a co-heir with Christ. 
I am a member of the body of Christ. I am an ambassador for Christ. This is who I am in Christ. This is my identity. Well, again, I am truly thankful to have been here to share this. And I just really hope that this encourages someone to see themselves as God sees them. God truly does love you. And in this Holy Week, as we get closer to Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, as we call it, the celebration of Jesus giving his life as a ransom for ours. He died on the cross for our sins. If you have not fully trusted in Jesus for salvation, then I would encourage you today to admit that you're a sinner and repent of those sins. A repentance is a change of mind about sin. It's a turning from sin and it's a turning towards God. Believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and was buried and God raised him three days later from the dead. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. I encourage you to do that today if you have not fully trusted in Jesus. And I thank you so much for being here with me. And until next time, pray for me as I'm praying for you.